Good Podcast, a.k.a. Jane is Cooler Than Dave, a podcast for kids that is hosted by a kid. Today we'll talk about where we've been, museums, and movies. I'm joined by my co-host, Dave. Hello. So, Jane, here's a question for you. Yeah? Where have we been? Well, we've been to a lot of different places. We've been to Cloverbuds. If we put these in order of where we've been at what times of the... Summer, we've been through Cloverbuds, Baltimore, and then Paris. What's Cloverbuds? Cloverbuds is a camp. And if anybody's familiar with 4-H, if you live in, like, Hawesville, that's a big thing. But if you don't know what 4-H is, it's, like, where you show off your animals, camp stuff. It, it's a really cool program. But Cloverbuds is in 4-H, but it's for younger kids. Because Clover, because 4-H um, starts when you're 9, I think. But you can choose to stay in Clover Buds or go to 4-H. Who'd you go to Clover Buds with? Well, I've, I think I was with Cecilia. Yeah, my friend Cecilia, or with my mom. And then I met my friend Cecilia, <laughs> which is a shout out. So you and your mom went to Clover Buds. Right. And then I met my friend Cecilia there. So shout out to Cecilia. I think she's one of our listeners. Because mm-hmm. when we were going home from Clover Buds, Clover Buds, she was also listening to this podcast. So shout out to Cecilia. And you've been you've become a pen pal, right? Yep. And I'm waiting for the next letter. So So what what do you do at Clover Buds? At Clover Buds, it's like a camp. And this time was not the best one that we've had. Why? Because we had like a hail we had a thunder mm. strike and then we had a tornado there, so So what happened when the tornado or so, the tornado tornado warning, right? Yeah, it was tornado warning, and it was it had some really really strong winds. Like we, me and my mom were like they literally advised us to like get into the, like we had like this like room, and then like we had all the bunk beds. You got to choose your own thing, and they're like you had to get in there. And I'm like this, and like the wind was like blowing. I got dust in my eyes, so I'm like, okay, this is this sounds serious right now. <laughs> Do you know what the difference is between a tornado watch and a tornado warning? A tornado warning is it might come. It's just like it's gonna come. Just be prepared. And watches it might come, but it it it, it it's kind of fifty fifty fifty, you know. So a watch, the conditions are right for a tornado to happen. Right. But a warning is different because what have the meteorologists what have they found? Right. They found the tornado, right? They found the tornado, but they don't know if it's coming towards your area. Exactly. So what do you do in that situation? In that situation, if it's a warning, you might still want to do the same things that you would do if it was an actual watch. Mm-hmm. Like you would go into your house, like you would go in a safe place. Rooster, please stop crowing so I can focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would get in a safe place to make sure the tornado wouldn't hit you. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't hit you and the weather report says that your area is safe, mm-hmm. you can... You still want to be in your house because they might be wrong. Weathermen are sometimes, or weather girls or whatever, they're sometimes wrong. Mm -hmm. So you want to just be prepared for that event. Just in case. Mm. So are you going to go back to Cloverbuds? Uh, yeah, definitely. I want to be able to go there at least every two years. That was like my second time there because I think I did it in first in like 2019. I was really young. Mm, I think so. Yeah, 2019. I was really, really young. So what do you do there? Um, it's like a camp. They go through all like all these different classes. It's really fun. What'd you learn? Well, I learned about like how to canoe and all like the normal stuff that they do. It, it's just like really fun to you get to socialize, make friends. It, it's really it's really fun. 
So we went there. You and your mama went to Cloverbud. Right, you did not. I did not go. My co-host Dave did not go. I did not go. Uh, we went to Baltimore. Yep. Tell they did come Baltimore. on that one. I uh, went to Baltimore. So Baltimore, it was like a little gathering mm -hmm. of a bunch of kids. So. Yeah. So you want to give any shout outs to any kids you met in Baltimore? Yep, Sadie and Juliet. Mm -hmm. They are two shout outs. I do not know if they've listened to this podcast yet, but if they are listening to this episode, big shout out to them. Mm -hmm. They were very fun. Yeah, they were very fun to play with. And yeah. And then we went to Paris. I didn't really make any friends there because, I mean, I was like, I think I was like literally the only. You're one of the few young kids there, huh? Yeah, like there were like a few like really little kids, but I was like one of the. Like so did you go to Paris, Kentucky, or Paris, France? Paris, France. <laughs> there is a Paris, Kentucky. Yeah, if anyone wants to go to there. <laughs> and you went to, where? What, what did we do in Paris? So we went to Versailles. We went to a bunch of different museums. It, it was, like, really fun. Tell us about Versailles. So Versailles was this big palace. It, it was just, like, a great experience. It was, like, beautiful. Who, and then, who was it built for? Well, it was built for King Louis, I think. I forget if it's XVI or XIV. 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 And Marie Antoinette. Mm -hmm. And during the Revolution, they got beheaded, so they they couldn't like, really stay in it. But King Louis, XIV was like a... So I think XVI and Marie Antoinette were the ones who were beheaded. Yeah, XVI, but King Louis XIV was not beheaded. And I what think was... that was either his father... Yeah, that was XVI. Yeah. XIV was also known as the... Sun God. And why? tell the story for the listeners who don't know that. So he was like really... I think it was because he was kind of inbred. If you don't know what that means is... Like brothers and sisters, that means you like if you marry brothers and sisters, you can't really mm -hmm. like you won't have their basis. To and survive. royal families did that a lot. Well, they, he he didn't have brothers and sisters married. He had cousins. No, that's so right. he he was able to function. He just mm -hmm. he had a he was a little crazy, mm -hmm. and he thought every time that he woke up, the sun would rise. Mm -hmm. So he built a specific <coughs> hall of mirrors. Mm-hmm. Because what did he want to do every morning? Because he wanted to look at him. Look, look at himself. He want, yeah, and he wanted to look at the sun rising, the way the light hit the room, right? Right. And we saw that room? Yeah, that was, like, just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when we were going into the Versailles, there was, like, is this enough gold for you? And then, like, mm -hmm. we go into, like, this huge gold room, and, like, everything's gold. I'm like, okay, this might be a little bit much. So and, and he didn't really abandon Paris, even though he, even though King Louis XIV, he went over. So this is Versailles here, and this is Paris. If you're seeing it on the video, mm -hmm. but it, they're just a while away from each other. So, mm -hmm. so he wanted to move the capital away from Paris and right. Versailles, probably about forty-five minutes away. Kind of. No, the there. capital was still Paris. Yeah, but he wanted to move away from Paris, so he built in the middle of the country. Right. where he could hunt and then when all the travelers came to the palace what did he try to do remember he tried to shoo them off kind of well no when they came in and they would say oh look at that marble look at that ceiling look at that artwork and then what did he try to do he tried to try to sell it to him right do you remember that part uh-huh so if a famous traveler would come in like somebody who had a lot of money and they came in they saw the palace and they said, oh, those walls are beautiful. That floor is beautiful. What's it made out of? 
And he would say, oh, that's the finest marble around. Would you like to buy some? Oh, I love that paint. Would you like to buy that? Remember, everything in Versailles was for sale. It's like, do you want to buy this? But you can't do that today. I don't think you could anymore. I think they'd like like take the paintings that were still out there. I don't think they'd let you. It's like a museum now, so yeah, you can't. You it's not. That'd be kind of like theft if you did. Yeah, they would. That'd be like stealing the painting right now. So after Versailles, we went to a lot of different museums. Mm -hmm. What was one of your favorites? I think probably oh, what was it? The one with Monet. Oh, the Orsay. Yeah, Orsay was a. That's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when we went to the Louvre, you know what that translates to what? in French? It's wolves. It's something with wolves because it used to be, like, a whole forest. Mm -hmm. yep, like, is. it's just, like, it's crazy that somebody just looked at this forest and swamp and just imagined all that. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just, like, how do people do this? I know, there's a lot of history there. What was the most famous piece of art we saw at the Louvre? Was that, I think it was Venus de Milo or the Mona Lisa. Yeah. You tell us about the... Uh... Hold on. Okay. I think there's one thing you really have to think about. Just pause the podcast for a second, okay? And think about this. So are people here to take pictures of the art or look at the art? Mm -hmm. And all the paintings in the Mona Lisa's, around the Mona Lisa, they all get ignored because everyone mm -hmm. wants to see the Mona Lisa with their own eyes and not the... So there's a giant room. There's a giant room with all these paintings on the side. And right um, in the middle, right in front of where everybody walks in, is mm -hmm. the Mona Lisa. Yep. And the Mona Lisa is this tiny, 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 tiny little painting. Yeah, it's about the si it's about like this big, mm -hmm. wide, and this long. And everybody gets in this giant line, and just they crowd to, around each other. Just to take a picture of, of it. Of the Mona Lisa, that's right. Just to take a picture. Like, Do you even want to enjoy the artwork for like, five seconds at mm -hmm. least like just mm -hmm. like what the heck <laughs> so that's that's an important question like how do people experience <coughs> art is it are they wanting to take a selfie with the art mm -hmm. or, or do they want to they... actually enjoy the art that's right like and... just think about that i'll give you a second okay you're back great <laughs> say so everyone has a different way of appreciating art huh Yep. So what was your absolute favorite thing about Paris? My absolute favorite thing was the Eiffel Tower. Like, mm -hmm. it, just like think about this for another second. Like, the Eiffel Tower is, I thought it was like 16 feet or something like that. And like now when I see it, I'm like, like when I see it, I'm like, okay, this is much bigger is than I thought it massive. was. Massive. Yeah, like it, it's massive and my mom would not let me go up there. I'm like, let me up Well, nobody there. was allowed to go up there because the wind was... Well, to... no, they said the third floor was dangerous. The second and first were okay. Oh, okay. What was your least favorite thing about Paris? Um, I don't really have a least thing. I think it was just like there's all these like like crazy people, you know. There's a lot of people in Paris. And it's there's like a bunch of them are like crazy. There's crazy people. Yeah, we had like a crazy taxi driver and then like a, We did. And then, like we like when we were going to the Madeline Church for the mass and that like then like, I don't even want to tell the story. It's, like, so creepy. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, this is a kid's podcast. Mm. You, you should not be. There's some different people in big cities, huh? All right. We're going to 
start with some after school tips. Some back to school tips. So some or kids have gone back to school this week. Some will Not go back me. next week. I will be going on Monday mm -hmm. next week. So we're gonna start with some back to school tips. Now, if you if you all do not are not going to school yet, if you have any kids who are not, here are some after school tips for adults and for children. So, whole family, get in here. <laughs> Listen to this. So, you need to get a bunch of new supplies because mm -hmm. if you use old supplies, it, they're gonna they're not gonna work too well. You also you and if your kids are trying to do, if they want candy before like a or some sugary like soda or something like that if they're allowed to, mm -hmm. don't give them that before they do a test mm -hmm. because that make that what it does is give them a healthy breakfast. Everything has to be healthy before they do tests and stuff like that because if you do sugar, it's gonna make them get all crazy. They're gonna get all like. You get all nervous. It's going to be hard to cooperate with them. Mm -hmm. And what happens after the sugar wears off? After the sugar wears off, they're like really tired, you know? Mm -hmm. Then they just want to sleep or they're kind of lethargic. No idea what that means, but okay. Just kind of like lazy, like you don't <coughs> want to do anything. Yeah, I don't like to do much sometimes. So what does a kid need supply-wise to go back to school? Depends on what they're doing, like if they have like a special class, like it'll probably be like in like a, my school's like a Bulldog Bulletin. Mm -hmm. If you need special supplies for a class, it'll probably be in there. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be like a, you know, like how they do, like you'll need this supply for math class or this supply for art class or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's what you'll need. So follow those instructions and here are some tips that you need, that you really need to, here's some stuff you need to really get. You need to get a bunch of fresh new pencils, like a whole box could work. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then you would get like a bunch of colored pencils and markers to let your kids draw, kids or kid draw with. Mm -hmm. Like I get like a at least ten markers, you know, mm -hmm. because like you need a you need a lot of markers. It's it's like almost there sixty five days, which is almost a year. Mm -hmm. But not we're not getting to complex math today. <laughs> and then what will and then you also need to get them is fresh paper too. Mm -hmm. You need to get some stuff for them to play with too, like fresh new toys, because they're older now. Mm -hmm. They're in a different grade. They're going to want different things. Maybe some math cubes. Oh, yeah, math cubes or like counting blocks, whiteboards, dry erase markers, all those stuff you need to get them. And uh, I think a great thing that they do not include in school books is you need to make like a little calendar mm -hmm. for like your kid's school because like on my on my school dashboard of course it's all on computer because it's online you can just you go onto the calendar and you have all your classes laid out for you mm -hmm. like you'll you'll need to put up something just for that and special for each one of your kids or for your one kid and something that helps you and it also helps me as well mm -hmm. and your mama is a whiteboard that yep. way we can keep I track already, of... I already put that down. Mm -hmm. That way we can keep track of what needs to be done throughout the week. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's what I was saying with the calendar thing. Mm -hmm. That's what's favorite. And you also need to make sure that they, they've memorized all their stuff. Like getting like some cards, like fourth grade math cards and language mm -hmm. arts and all that stuff. Like get them ready for the next school year at least a week before it starts or mm -hmm. at least a few days before it starts mm -hmm. because then they won't be so stressed. Like, I don't know how to do this. This is like the beginning part of it. I don't understand any of this. And like, and help them out if they feel stressed because mm -hmm. 
starting a new school year has a lot of worries. That's true. And it's you always stressful because you're like, will I fit in? Mm-hmm. Will I have kids who that I that I know? Will I have kids that I don't know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of anxiety. Yeah, there's a lot of anxiety and worries. Mm-hmm. So just and even parents get stressed. That's true. So just just keep in mind, it's only a new school year. That's a really good list, but you forgot one thing. What? It's something you can't buy. What is it? Oh, growth mindset, too. Mm-hmm. Very good. Do you, you want to explain growth. that? So think of it like this. So if you, have like, if you don't have a growth mindset, you're like, this is how it will stay. I can't learn this. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't is the growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Or it's not a growth mindset. And I can't, and a great changer is if you use the word yet. Like, I can't do this Mm -hmm. changes to I can't do this yet. That's right. That way you always are learning new things and you're not stuck on one spot. Mm -hmm. And it's it's just like a, it's like a life changer, you know. Mm -hmm. So anytime you try something new, the very first try, it's probably going to go pretty bad. Yeah, like, think, everybody makes mistakes. what about the 100th try? Hundredth try, you'll be really good at it. Mm-hmm. Like just the first try, like you know how many times it took Thomas Edison to make the light bulb? Mm-hmm. It took him over a um, hundred times. Say so a lot of failure. Until a lot of failure until he, he got came really up, good at it, right? and then he actually found out bamboo worked. Mm-hmm. So that's what you do. You got to keep trying mm-hmm. until you find something that works for you. That's right. All right, now we're going to learn about some movies that we just watched. So these are some summer movies that we watched yep. a few weeks ago. And well, I'm going to do some age recommendations because mm-hmm. these these are for different ages of kids and mm-hmm. might be scary to some kids. And I'm going to write them, even though they might be PG-13, PG, I don't know what PG, but I'm just going to okay. say. So our first movie is Bill and Ted's Amazing Adventure. Excellent adventure. Excellent adventure. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot remember mm-hmm. what a movie is. And so what it is, I think I'd recommend this like nine and up. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and it'd probably be PG. Yeah. PG and nine and up. That'd yeah, there's, a... there's, they make some comments that probably aren't. <laughs> that aren't good for like. Perfect for kids, but there's nothing like dangerous in the movie. It's just like, it, it's just like your normal movie. It's just, mm. I'd recommend nine and up because if you're like. I don't know, like five, that might be a, mm-hmm. that might be a little bit too much. So this is a movie that came out when I was a tiny bit older than you. Um, it's actually, it's a funny movie, and it's actually about history. Yeah, it's like a, it's a, I don't want to give the spoil ending of this, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to like give a little sum of it. So Bill and Ted, they find this time travel from the future. The time travel, they have to get an A, or they have to get something over an F on their history report, otherwise they'll flunk their class. Mm-hmm. So what they need to do is they need to find all these historical figures because they don't want to research about them. Mm-hmm. So they go in this time machine, and it's from the future, so they go into all these past times and grab all these historical figures, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a really cool... Who are some of the historical figures? Joan of Arc from the mm-hmm. medieval times. And then we have... Um, Genghis. Oh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, mm-hmm. and we also have Abraham Lincoln. And mm-hmm. one of the funniest quotes is four score and seven minutes ago." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you forgot about Billy the Kid. Oh yeah, Billy the Kid was a 
Socrates? Socrates. Socrates. Mm -hmm. Just dope. They, they call him the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Well, Billy does. And who is the, who's the guy who really loved the water slides? <laughs> Napoleon. And, you know, so here's, like, the really funny thing. The Waterloo, that's where Napoleon's final defeat was. That's the name of the water park. Mm-hmm. He's like, I will get revenge on Waterloo. <laughs> and then he sees his eye, he's like, oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> and Napoleon gets to eat a lot of ice cream. And he gets it all over him. And, mm -hmm. and then he does the bowling alley. And, like, everyone speaks English there. He's speaking French. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I can understand what he's saying. It's just like... <sighs> Hmm. Napoleon, just give it a break. So you learned a lot of history in that movie. All right, moving on to our next movie. This one has, um, you might want to be a lot older. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I wouldn't recommend it to real little kids. I wouldn't recommend it even to, like, normal seven-year-olds, you know? Probably not. Because, I mean, like, it has some... So this is a classic German ah, movie. Ah, ah, I speak it, you. All right, go for it. Do you remember the name? Aguirre, the wrath, the wrath of God, mm -hmm. and the rating would probably be PG thirteen. Probably. Yeah, PG thirteen, and it's I'd say about like thirteen and up. I'd say. Mm -hmm. Because it's a it's kind of a violent movie. There's a few um, violent scenes. There's a few it. violent scenes that little mm -hmm. kids should not be seeing. It's a you need a longer attention span for it. To yeah, know. like two thousand one Space Odyssey. That's in our one of our previous episodes. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, you, you have to have. It's almost two hours. So yeah, this one's probably about an hour and a half. Yeah. So Aguirre really is a. Do you remember the word? He's a Spanish conquistador, conquistador which means yeah. conqueror in mm -hmm. Spanish, yep. and he's trying to conquer America, where the Native Americans are. Well, and this, well yeah. what, what are they looking for? Do you remember? They're looking for gold, aren't they? They're looking yeah. for El Dorado. El Dorado, which is a city of gold, isn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah, yep. city of gold. If I'm make sure that I'm right on that, because I don't not I have not studied for my social studies on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And anyways, so what they do is is like it's this story like where everybody on the ship except for Aguirre, the main character, like everyone on the ship gets hit with arrows and. Mm -hmm. So they're in the middle of basically what's the Amazon, yeah. and there's all these locals who who are just shooting arrows at them because they're just floating basically in a circle. And there's like no way to get out of them. Mm -hmm. So they're basically trapped in the middle of the water, but Aguirre... Survives that, all that, but his daughter, his young daughter dies. Mm -hmm. But what does Aguirre think the whole time? He thinks that he's the wrath of God, which is which is not true. Mm -hmm. So he's having all these visions of uh, grandeur. You know, he's thinking that he's discovering a new land, and he's going to be the king of the new land. And oh, meanwhile, gosh. everything around him is just spiraling out of control. Right. And like, what do you think? That like, one of the really funny quotes is, "The birds will drop dead from the trees mm -hmm. if I desire." <laughs> Like, that, that's just creepy. Mm -hmm. so like, he, he, he goes a little crazy, right? Yeah, he goes crazy towards the end. Mm -hmm. so, and, then, like, by the end, like, he's, like, I don't want to give away the twist ending, but he's mm -hmm. the last person on the raft. So if you think about the bigger, bigger themes, he's searching for gold, and then all around him, what happens? Everything just goes downhill. Mm -hmm. Like, everything, like, it, it's kind of like, 
You know how Sergio Carbucci just cripples his characters? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what happens to him, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like Sergio Carbucci could do the same thing. So the director of this movie... Is not Sergio Carbucci. Is a guy named... Surprise. Werner Herzog. He is a great director, and I am way too young for the rest of his movies. Uh, no. I think you'd like... You'd like Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man is about the man who wants to live with the grizzly bears. That's not going to work out too well. It's a very good documentary. It's not going to work out too well. But to connect it back to kids shows, Werner Herzog had a big role in what Disney show? Features Baby Yoda. Star Wars? The Mandalorian. Oh. Star Wars and The Mandalorian are the same thing. Well, yeah. He was an actor in The Mandalorian. Oh, who was he? Uh, He was the one who tries to buy... Baby Yoda in like the it's like one of the very first few episodes. Oh wow, that yeah that's... he he kind of plays like a bad guy in the, in the show. But that but like a bunch of like really good like Mandalorian like I don't want to get too off track here but it has some really good like not not hero characters. Mm-hmm. Anyways, well we've kind of <laughs> ran out of ideas for this one now. So we're gonna start back to school this week. I do not want to go back to school. Why? Because I like summer, and I do not want to go back to school. What did you like about summer? <coughs> that I got to go on all those trips. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going too off track. Say, we haven't gone on trips for several years, right? No, not for several years. We just had it. We had it like a few well, this summer, weeks yeah. ago. This is the first summer we had a bunch of trips. Yeah, like, since COVID hit, we, we never got to go on any more trips. So, this not has really. been like a big life changer and Mm -hmm. I mean we got to go on so many more trips like this has just been a great year okay Mm -hmm. wrapping up our podcast we're kind of ending it right now okay any uh, final messages you want to leave for the listeners so shout outs to all these people and I don't know say all your new friends from the summer yep Cecilia Juliet and Sadie Mm -hmm. all different age groups they're they're really great friends so Mm -hmm. I want to I want to continue to see them next year. That's right. At the gathering. So, yeah. Well, and Cecilia, I'll, I hope that we, next Cloverbud year, she'll probably still be in Cloverbuds, so mm-hmm. we can still be together. So, yeah. That's pretty much the end. All right. See you next time. Bye, guys.